What's up, fine folks, and welcome to episode 43 of Double Tapped. I am Jay. I'm Tanner. Tanner? Yeah. I've uh, concealed these from you. Yeah, I don't know what we're drinking. It's one of the wildest looking beers I've ever seen. It's Robert the Bruce Three Floyds Scottish Style Ale. All right. That's a name and a half. And it, I was pondering this as I was walking through Thank our you. local beer fridge. Mm-hmm. The beer fridge kind of necessitates getting in and out. Okay. But my, does, yeah. my upper you know, Western European roots make me well-equipped for browsing inside the beer fridge. <laughs> because while others... Like, are, get, you, are you flexing that you can I'm not really survive the cold of a refrigerator room? Well, at the same time, I'm terrible with the heat. So it's just mm. the way I am. But okay. nonetheless... Like a man popped in and like grabbed his thirty pack and got the hell out of there. Sure, uh, but I was like, no, I am staying in here until I find something that jumps out at me because I did not have a plan. Okay. So then these showed up. They just appeared in front of you, and they were like the wackest looking thing. It's pretty good. It's a it's a just a standard beer. I don't know what a Scottish style ale really is. I realized just now that I took a drink of it and then didn't really process what it was. It has that like it's but yeah like an amber. Yeah, it's a know. beer. It's maybe like maltier. Yeah, a little bit. Which I kind of like. Like, this is what I imagined more so that beer would taste like before I had ever drank one. Mm. Like a little sweet. Yeah, it's a little maybe darker too. So Tanner, what you been playing recently? So I teased uh, this to you in a text. So I have a new game of the year contender that I've played, according to the way it's structured, about 75% of. Okay. It is called Rollerdrome. The name kind of rings a bell. So, I don't know when it came out. It's from this year. I'm not sure the exact day. But uh, I saw it on the PlayStation Store, and I was I was browsing the, the deals or whatever, uh-huh. and I, I saw it, and it's this, like, pretty cool illustration. Looks like a like a 60s action poster. Okay. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm into this art style. What is this? And I click it, and there's a free trial available. Mm. So, uh, spoiler alert, that's going to be my recommend later is PlayStation free trials because they're sure. cool. Uh, because bef- unlike old school free trials, which were like, here is a demo very like purposely made to give you our best qualities or be very short. Right. It is now just play 30 minutes of this game. Oh. And then it just cuts you off or asks you if you want to buy it. Yeah. I played 20 minutes of Rollerdrome. I was like, I'm buying this immediately. It was on sale. How much? It was like 18 bucks. Okay. I think originally it's like 24 or whatever, 25 um maybe cheaper than that i don't remember it was under 20 and uh i have fell in love with it so the the concept of this game the best way i can put it to you is it's tony hawk meets super hot so you were okay you were a the idea of roller drone is it's like it's set in 2030 but it's like a 60s version of the future if that makes sense it's one of those um and so there is this, it's kind of like Death Race Death Race 2000, if you're familiar with that film franchise. They remade it with Jason Statham at one point. Uh, that it's the future. These people who are down on their luck basically are competing in a tournament to kill all of the house bots, basically, uh-huh. which are enemies, and they can also kill you. Sure. Okay. Um, but they are set up in these arenas. Each like stage of the tournament is a level. Um, these arenas that are like... The, the indoor Tony Hawk skate parks. Mm. Or, well, they actually go outdoor, too. Um, but not like, they're not huge, but they are, there's a bunch of ramps and grinds and walls to wall ride. Uh, so, the way the game works is you have, starting out, you just have pistols. You have you dual-wield pistols. And you have 12 shots in your pistol, and then you run out of ammo. The only way you can refill your ammo is by doing tricks. <laughs> so yeah. it's uh, it's very fun. Uh, it's very fast paced. There's a there's a sort of a bullet time kind of mechanic that you have to kind of master. It's also very uh, like arcade heavy. So you have combos and uh, you can lose your combo. The way you progress through the tournament is also if you can hear allergies have caught up to me this week. Uh, as you progress through the tournament. You do challenges a la a Tony Hawk career mode, um, and that really makes you expand your play style. Like one level, one challenge I just did last night was that I had to do the entire level with the shotgun only. And they they introduce enemies that are like 
way easier. So you have four weapons where I'm at. I think there are only four because it's up, down, left, right on the D-pad. Um, you have pistol, shotgun, uh, grenade launcher, and then sort of a railgun sniper type thing that basically is one powerful shot. Sure. Um, and so, like, the challenge I did was beat everybody with a shotgun when some enemies are very clearly better beaten with a grenade launcher or with the sniper kind of thing or whatever. It's so much fun. The soundtrack is like a Tron Legacy-style synth soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I actually took notes as I played it because I was so into it. Yeah. So, so here are my here's my run of notes, okay. and then uh, I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, Tron Legacy soundtrack, in all caps, bro, this game is insane. Like Tony Hawk meets Superhot. This might be the coolest combat in a game I've ever played. OMG, it's challenge-based, kind of like Tony Hawk Story Mode. Each level is a new arena in song. I'm marking out. It's 60s future sci-fi goodness. And uh, the difficulty now has spiked pretty pretty hard, but in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, oh, man, I, I got to go one more time. The levels are short. They take, like, six, seven minutes to complete. But obviously, if you're doing challenges, that's similar to Tony Hawk 2, where it's yeah. just like, you know, the challenges are what make them take longer each time. It's fantastic. Just to clarify, since you've compared, is it legit skateboarding? Like, that's uh, what No, it sorry, is? you're on roller skates. Oh, okay. Um, like, that's hence roller, I roller, guess. Roller, yeah, yeah. Uh, it mechanically is very similar to Tony Hawk. Like, right, like, you, I can picture the movement, but on skates. Yeah, you hold left and square to do a grab, and left and or right and square to do a different grab, similar things like that. Hmm. I might have to look into this. Hold down X to Ollie. That the trials don't like expire, right? Like they're every game that has a trial, you can just go do it. Yes. I think. Yeah. I might be doing that later. It's so good. Interesting. But things I have to do first, things that I've been playing. Yeah. I jumped back into Sifu. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually thought about buying it. I completed the first my understanding, the first like real level. There's okay. like the tutorial level and then it sort of sets up that there are these five, you know, primary antagonists and you're going to beat their levels one after another. So sure. I beat the first one. Okay. Um, this game is so interesting. Um, I really like it. Okay. But I'm starting to think that I'm not going to ever be very good at it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Which is not, you know, I, you know, I speak a lot about how I like, you know, games that are difficult or whatever. Yeah. This game is difficult the way that a legit side-by-side fighting game can be difficult. Oh, okay. The volume yeah. of moves, mm. like, you know, up, up, square is one move, you know, down, square, triangle. You, yeah. you have these weird, funky combos that you can use in real time. You can, like, dodge high, low if you, like, read, like, your enemies, okay. you know, properly. So it's really in-depth, hardcore combat. Yeah. It's really cool when it's not that hard because it's very like fun like beat them up uh simple combat but once you get to like when i reached that boss uh i was like damn this dude is kicking my ass Mm. uh but the thing is when you die that invokes the mechanic that all the trailers sort of teased at that you age up right um i'm not quite sure what the end in game of the age mechanic is? Yeah, I've wondered. Like, that if too. you get so old, you die, and then you lose, and you go back to the beginning. You, I don't like know. Permadeath? Like yeah. that would be maybe my guess. But the cool thing about it is that when you get to certain age milestones, your like stats change. Oh, so like you reach level thirty, like you start at like age twenty. When you reach age thirty, your damage goes up, but your stamina goes down. Oh, that's cool. So like you're stronger, but you're just not as you don't have as much endurance. So I'm right. like, okay, this is really cool. This makes sense. Um, but yeah, it is just it's hard to comprehend how difficult it is because I don't know the extent of the age mechanics. So sure. I don't know if them like I'm age thirty two going into the second level. Okay. I don't know if that's good or bad. Right. So yeah, exactly. I have to sort of keep digging at it to sort of see. Sure. Um, see but, foo. See foo. Uh, but until such time, it's really cool. But I am skeptical that I'll even be. I, I might have to tone the difficulty down because I do think mm. it has. It has three settings. I'm on normal right now. Gotcha. Um, at least to get my feet wet. Uh, but it is super cool. Like I knew it was going to be cool. I'm just maybe it's not my kind of hard. Fair. To totally, be determined. That's totally yet. fair. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing, just earlier. Because today was the day it officially released. Uh, I played through my first tournament and the tutorial and everything of PGA Tour oh, 2K23. I saw this on the store last uh, night. Which, it is hardcore golf sim. Really? And I love it. Mm. Like, um, going through the tutorial, it was like, here's how you hit a draw. Here's how you hit a slice. Here's how you put backspin, all this stuff on your ball. Here's and how you manipulate like every little tweak and 
like all the and this is my favorite thing is they have all the different types of shots you have mm. flop shots and pitch shots and chip shots and like every little type of iteration of style of shot i love all of that i love when these games are super in-depth with your options sure and this one gives you the swing option of i complain about this with whatever i guess 2k21 which was the last one of these uh that the swinging with the stick is really hard yes. because to swing perfectly straight back and forth relatively quickly is difficult. Yeah. That's still an option, but now they have this option. That's the three, you know, you just tap X three times and it's like you tap X for your power. You tap X at two different points. Kind of like your old Madden kicking. Oh yeah. Okay. That sort of sure. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still invokes like if you're not quick enough on the draw, it has the same penalties if you were, missing one way or another or too fast whatever yeah so same difficulty in a way just different setup Uh, but for me it was not it was much easier Mm. Uh, and because there are no trophies that tell me i can't do it that's the way i'm going to be playing going forward so this must just be a thing 2k does a lot because nba does a similar thing where uh to me i grew up playing the older nba games so to me square is the shoot button sure uh and then you like the right stick is just like your dribble moves and stuff well a long time ago, I don't remember when they first introduced it, probably like PS4 era, uh, they introduced that you could shoot with the stick. Mm. Like, you hold it, and it's yeah. a shot, and that's how you change, like, all the types of shots you do. Uh, and, like, I think most of the, like, pro players play with the stick. Sure. But I'm like, I just, I default to square. My, if I turn my brain off, it's like square shoot. Yeah, I love the, how much more tactile the stick is. Mm. It's just so much harder it that, is. like, I can't really process, like, I swing forward so fast that I was just like hook 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 mm. and I'm like, I don't really know how to like not move this forward almost instantly right so it's just a weird sort of tactile thing that doesn't click with me yeah uh, but I, the other thing I love is that you start all the way you have the option to start at all these different tiers of like the tour sure um you start all the way where I chose to because I'm a hard ass uh, <laughs> or maybe just because I know golf and like sort of understand that I started in Q school Oh, whoa. And Q school is like before you're even in the minor league tour. Yeah. If you've like decided like an amateur, I'm going to turn pro. First thing you got to do is go to Q school. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, But I won the first tournament in Q school. So now I'm on the sort of, I haven't played a single tournament on the Corn Ferry tour yet. Oh, the but Corn Ferry. I made the, I got my tour card and I'm on the Corn Ferry tour. Do they, do they call them juniors in golf like they do in tennis? What? Like, like the people or the tournaments? Or? The the people like amateur, early pros, I guess. Not that well, I, I guess know jun- of. Juniors, I guess, I think are under 18, maybe. Okay. It might be a no, different I, thing. I'm pretty sure the delineation is just amateur versus pro. Um, gotcha. And basically being, if you ever get paid, you're a pro. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm super into it. Like, I knew I would be. It's not probably, it's not going to be like my game of the year or anything. But sure. I love golf games, and this is just a pure, simple golf game. So Cool. I love it. Return to form. Very much. So let's move on to the news. Story number one, and a brief one. God of War Ragnarok has officially gone gold. Yay! No more worrying about a potential delay, which, not that I was particularly worried about that in the last couple months. Yeah, not since they've hammered it home. We had sort of reached the finish line, more or less, but it's good to see it uh, go official. Hype level, 10. It's just simple as that. Can't wait. Yeah, there's there's not a lot to say about it. I do like... I feel like they've been pretty transparent or as transparent as they could be with all of their like pre-release stuff. Um, and maybe part of that is just because I follow Alana, Alana Pierce who now works for Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just see more of that naturally. Uh, and I follow Corey, I guess, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. I have tried to avoid as much press as I can because I'm in that mode now. Just give it to me. Let me play it. So super cool. It's gone gold. Um, yeah, no fear of delay or anything like that. So yeah, really my, well, I guess Call of Duty is going to come out before Ragnarok. Mm. So my goal, God, can I do it? What is today? It's two weeks to the day until Call of Duty comes out, I think. Okay. I think it's the 28th. All right. filming on the 14th. Um, and then God of War is the 7th or the 11th it's or something? early November. November. Yeah, I'll look. So it's like, can I platinum two, or PGA before Call of Duty comes out? <laughs> and then can I like reach level... 55 or whatever in Call of Duty before God of War comes out. I'm on some serious time, you know, constraints here in the next few weeks, but it's better than not having things to play. It's so. uh it's November 9th. Gotcha. So right. about what 3 weeks from now, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh I texted you too one of the reasons I started playing Roller Drome is I 
I've I've been trying to like work my way through some of the game of the year contenders, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna be doing the similar thing of just like crunching but having fun. Yeah, playing games. Next story, sticking with PlayStation. Rumors swirled last week that Horizon Zero Dawn would be getting a PS5 remake, remaster, something to be determined the extent. Uh, but I remember I instantly texted all of you all in the group and was like, okay, now it seems like we've jumped the gun a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is uh, surprising, to say the least. Uh, it's not like, you know, with The Last of Us, we even joked a little bit that it was unnecessary then. Yeah. Seemed to be a pretty well-regarded remake. I have not played it yet. Me neither. Because um, I've played The Last of Us. Yeah. But cool for people maybe who are just getting a PS5, whatever. Um, especially since the original was only playable on PS3. Obviously, they made a PS4 version. But this is like, okay, well, you just gave people a huge Horizon game. Mm. First of all, why is this not before it and instead after it? Yeah. I, Horizon, to me, and I, I mean no offense to the people who like that franchise, but that does not scream when I'm done with Horizon 2, man, I want more Horizon. Because <laughs> they give you a lot to do yeah, in those they're games. Big games. So that's kind of weird. Whereas with like The Last of Us, if you play Last of Us 2, you might be like, oh man, I want to replay the first one. Yeah. Because they're only like, the first one's like 15 hours, right? Horizon 1's probably 60. Yeah. It's big. So that's weird to me. I think the fan base is much smaller, mm-hmm. like the diehard fan base, I should say. Um, and yeah, I'm just kind of baffled by why they would think this is a good move. I, I Especially, you know, it's one thing if they're going to remaster it and just like upscale some textures and re-release it, whatever. But if it is a Last of Us style remake, that is a lot of effort <laughs> to go into a game that I think is decently regarded, but not well regarded enough to keep getting re-released. Well, the thing is, I think it has to be that because mm. they already did the PS5 update to up it to 60 frames and like all that. Oh, they stuff. did. Yeah, so that oh. exists already. Oh wow! And I like jumped in briefly. Like, okay, yeah, it's Horizon, but running a little smoother. Like, gotcha. But I mean, a remaster, as we traditionally understand, like a remaster would just be yeah, like light retexturing, yeah. ups the frame up rate, res, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, that's already, like, halfway there. So, huh. I'm like, at least if they're going to put this out as, like, a new release, that just tells me they're actually going to remake it the way they just remade The Last of Us. And that seems extremely unnecessary. Especially when there are other games in their catalog that would seem like they warrant this more, Bloodborne. Like <laughs> That was the thing is uh, all the article titles were, it was less like Horizon getting a remake and more like Bloodborne fans are pissed that Horizon <laughs> is getting a remake. I mean, it's a good point, though, because, like, Bloodborne hasn't even gotten the 60 frames update. Exactly. Like, everything that's playable on PS4, for the most part, is playable on PS5. So it's not like if someone wanted to play Horizon Zero Dawn before they played uh, Forbidden West. Yeah. I always do Frozen Wilds because they're the same initials. Um, Before they played Forbidden West, they could have. If they just got a PS5 day one, they could have played Horizon day one with 60 frames or whatever. So... Yeah, that makes even less sense. I'm baffled by this. Yeah, it's truly weird for a five-year-old game. Like, at least Last of Us came out originally on the PS3. Like, yeah, exactly. That yeah, that was another point I was versus make. a game that came out smack dab in the middle of the PS4 life cycle. Right. Just really bizarre. But and to my knowledge, it's not like I don't want to seem like we're caping for Last of Us, but Last of Us Two had several like fundamental combat upgrades. Yeah. That The Last of Us 1 remake used, to my knowledge, and benefited from. Horizon Forbidden West felt mostly like Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn. There wasn't, like, a lot of difference there. So, it's it's yeah, it's baffling. Uncharted would be a better candidate to be remade yeah. with the Uncharted 4 gameplay style. Totally. Damn, I, didn't, I hadn't even thought of that. Now I want that. <laughs> Next up, another brief one. Hideo Kojima released a teaser of a new project... Featuring L. Manning. Huh. Or L. I think that autocorrected. L. Fanning. This is not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. L. Fanning. Fanning. Yeah, Dakota uh, Fanning's younger sister. So, cool. You do your weirdness, sir. <laughs> do we think it's going to be tied at all to Death Stranding? When did Death Stranding come out? 2019? 2018, maybe? I'm going to go with no. This does seem like something new. I. I haven't seen the teaser. Um, it's just like an image that's just like... Okay. It's just her? Yeah. Okay. Her face like with like a red overlay or okay. something. Um, I I would guess this is probably the Xbox thing mm. because there True. was there was a lot of rumors about him doing an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Um, 
and it's maybe cloud-based, possibly. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he seems to have a good track record working with actual, not actual actors, but screen actors, I should right. say. Uh, so, yeah, cool. Good for Elle. I hope she's a dork and likes right. video games. And it, we had so, you know, we had nothing else about it. So we literally have this first image, just almost a confirmation. Like, yep, here comes a game. He's working on something. See it in four years. And then the last two stories here, I've simply titled Trailer Talk. Okay. Trailer Talk 1. The Dead Space remake looks gruesome in its first trailer mm. that we've seen. Did you look into it at all? Uh, I saw some clips on Twitter, but not. I didn't watch the full thing. I might I, I might have to buy it. Really? Okay. Because I, when we were doing our video games drafts uh, the last few weeks... Uh, check those out if you haven't. Yeah, nice plug. I drafted Dead Space yes. uh, for the 2000s draft because I said, even though I've never played it, it was always the horror franchise that at least sort of aesthetically and the you know concept behind the story was appealing to me. Sure. You know, it wasn't the crazy paranormal super- supernatural stuff. It was hardcore sci-fi action yeah. but in this very horrific sort of space. Uh yeah, it looks exactly how I would have thought it would look with that simple sort of corridor third-person mm. shooter, but just brutal looking. And I didn't realize that the sort of gameplay hook was there like, and this was in the trailer, which is awesome, was like painted in blood on the wall that's like, shoot off their limbs. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the whole I didn't thing know in that, Space. Oh, which yeah. is really cool. It's cool. Um, uh, I, I, you know, now that you mentioned that, I think that's a good point because you and I are... Not horror fans in general, right. I would say. We kind of dip our toes in every now and then. Um, but this would be like a pretty logical next step after like Bioshock and Last of Us. It's like a little scarier, yeah. but still enough of a like you're controlling your character enough where you're having, you know, a gun. Yeah. <laughs> like that part of it makes a big difference. And uh, yeah, I-, I will probably play it too because I've never played Dead Space. Yeah. Maybe won't. We'll- Drop seventy dollars on sure, it. Sure, but pick it up um, on a sale. Yeah, assuming it reviews later. well, like in the eights or something, just be mm. like, "Yep, it's a." You, the review that you hope for a game like this is like, "Yep, it is a loyal remake, but with all the upgrades that yeah. you would have hoped." Feels for. Feels modern, so, but true to the original. Right. So, yeah, low key, kind of excited about it. And the last trailer, we have to talk about it. Okay. Because we didn't get to, we didn't film last week. We saw our first glimpse at the Super Mario Brothers movie <laughs> featuring mostly Jack Black's Bowser and Chris Pratt's slightly New Jerseyan Chris Pratt. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. So he, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Go for it. Uh, so first of all, the animation style looks pretty good. Yeah. I was impressed. That, I was impressed that Mario looks mostly like video game Mario mm-hmm. and that they didn't really adjust him too much and Bowser looks mostly like video game Bowser. He looks especially spot on I think Bowser does. Yeah. uh, First of all, at least given the trailer, Jack Black absolutely carries the trailer. He is having, you can just tell he's having so much fun being Bowser. Yeah, he was born for this. Yes, he you know, you know that guy's played all the Mario games, like you just know it. He had a Twitch channel for a while. Um, He might still have it, I don't know. But Actually, I want to shout out Keegan-Michael Key as well. As Toad, yeah. Because I wasn't sure how he was... I was, like, all in because I love Keegan-Michael Key, but I was like, how are they going to do Toad with him? And they literally just pitched up his voice, which is the right answer. That's what I was yeah. hoping they would do. He's great, screaming and all that. But then there's Chris Pratt, who... All right, look. Chris Pratt is funny. He's a funny dude. He's great in Guardians. He's whatever in Jurassic, whatever, yeah. but that's not his fault, really. Those sure. movies are very bland. Uh, people like him in Parks and Rec. He's not Mario. Charles Martinet is Mario. Yeah. You have him on staff to do the movie. I know that the idea is that they're trying to get a big name for the movie. Yeah. I understand that. I would argue that Super Mario is bigger than Chris Pratt. I would say more people know Mario than they do Chris Pratt's name, especially under a certain age, which is your audience for this movie. Because um, Mario has proliferated pretty well among children because uh, they've always had kid-friendly, ga- kid-friendly games. Um I would be okay, like, I was more okay with it in the case of, like, Sonic, when Ben Schwartz voiced him. Sonic is like, you just need a slightly surfer-duty kind of voice. Right, Sonic is very generic-sounding, and he doesn't really talk all that, well, he talks in the later games, I guess. But Mario, his voice is so iconic that it is impossible to imagine anyone but the guy who has voiced him in literally everything, Charles Martinet, to not voice him. So hearing... uh, this was kind of, not to defend Chris Pratt really, but this was a 
gargantuan task to take something that has had the same voice for 35 years and go, okay, here, take your spin on it. Yeah. And then to not do an impression of that voice. Mm-hmm. And I would almost be okay with it if stylistically it looked super different. Like if it was just mm. a take on Mario, then I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. But this looks like video game cutscenes turned into a movie. Yeah. So that makes it even more jarring. Um, yeah. I, 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 Chris Pratt's voice is terrible for it. It's going to be, my hope is that most of the movie is carried by all of the other incredibly charismatic actors in that cast and that Chris Pratt only has to crack wise a couple of times, um, which is which is what I think given the trailer. Uh, shout out to the N64 penguins yep. in the trailer as well. Loved them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wish I wish someone else, well, I wish Charles Martinet was voicing Mario and no one else. Chris Pratt can be somebody else in the movie. Hot take. Yeah? His voice doesn't bother me. I knew it wouldn't. And here's what- You love Chris Pratt. It has nothing to do with Chris Pratt. Okay. Chris Pratt, generic voice, slightly New York accent. Like, if they're going to do a take on Mario, that's probably how I would have imagined hey, I'm it. Jumping here. Like, something like that. <laughs> it's less that, and more that I don't know if I could picture the Charles Martinet over the topness for two hours. It could totally work. Sure. Okay. I don't know. You know, we will never know, probably. Yeah. Um, and he could probably tone it down like a yeah, smidge I think he would and talk tone a little more normal. Yeah. But it's just one of those things. It's a, We'll never know the situation, but it's like, it's either, if my binary options, which it never is, but if it was yeah. relatively generic voice or super over the top, wow, like yeah, all yeah. the time, yeah, that was pretty good. I might go with the generic. Wow, like, okay. I All right, I get your point there. I could go either way, and I would probably rather them have paid the lip service at least and let Charles Martinet do it. Yeah. But this is, it's inoffensive to me, is all I could say. I don't like it. Sure. Mushroom kingdom, here we come. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I get your point. But I think, I feel like there has been precedent for Martinet not doing all sound effects all the time. Right. And so I'm sure he could come up with a voice that's, hey, it's Mario. You know, like that kind of softer yeah. take for most of it. And then he does his screams or whatever. Um, I didn't realize until just earlier because I saw a voice or a video of Charles Martinet mm-hmm. like being interviewed, and he's like, you know, did a little sting. Like, yeah, I'm Charles Martinet, voice of Mario, but also Luigi, and then he cracks into the Luigi voice yeah. and Wario, and he like, yeah. and I was like, oh wait, you did them all, yeah, like a lot. He's like, awesome. He uh, he seems very, he seems like a very happy, chill dude. Yeah, and I always love that. Now, I will say, the only upside I think to Chris Pratt being Mario. Uh-huh. Is like I said, I think it's gonna let everybody else shine because he is so bland. Yeah, that might be on purpose. I'm not. I'm like that could be. It's also not like Mario is such a you know multi-dimensional character sure. in his own right. But yeah, I mean, he's uh, just a cute little protagonist. He has a lot of jobs. Um, cart racer, plumber. Uh, anyway, the only reason I'm excited for Chris Pratt's Mario. I think be- you said two jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Tennis player, golf player. Fair enough. Fair enough. A lot uh, of hobbies. Fighter. Uh. Chris Pratt's Mario gives way to Charlie Day's Luigi, and that I'm actually excited about. Oh, Charlie Day, I can't wait to hear him. He's going to be so good. The only one that I'm, like, apprehensive about is Anya Taylor-Joy. Really? I I think she's fantastic. I'm hoping that she's, I mean, she's, like, our age, if not younger. Uh, So, odds are she grew up playing Mario. Sure. But Princess Peach, I I wonder if they just... uh, cast her because she looks like princess peach it's one of those i'm like yeah i just i I have a hard time imagining her doing voice acting because a lot of her acting in movies is like facial and like quiet so that's the only thing that i'm i'm like oh maybe not but she doesn't she's not a like over the top charismatic person like other these people but uh, these other people maybe she will be well peach even more so is like Get a normal-ish sounding woman, yeah. and you've got Peach. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, you just got to do a soft voice, which uh, she can do. So. Last question about just sort of your thoughts about what this movie will be. Sure. Less about the plot. Yeah. Do you think that this is going to be like a flash in the pan, or do you think that we're witnessing like the start of a franchise? Uh, I think it will. Here's what I think it'll do. I think there will be an ending that leaves it open, mm-hmm. and then it will depend completely on sales whether they do it again. Uh, but, I mean, Illumination who is the studio animating this. Uh, the Minions folk. They've made like 40 Despicable Me and Minions movies, so I'm assuming they will want to franchise the hell out of this. I think it's going to be huge. I think personally. so, too. I, uh, I think, it, like, Sonic was really big. Yeah, Sonic, and I was... And that's a smaller franchise overall. I was seeing Sonic grossed, like, 
400 mil. So, like, really good. Like, yeah. For a big oh, blockbuster. that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, I Especially think an animated is, movie. I think this is in line to maybe do even better. Because I agree. It's a bigger as, franchise. As someone who has gotten to witness the algorithm <laughs> at play with children over the last few years with my nephews, uh-huh. little kids love Mario. They sure do. Like, YouTube for kids show like force feeds boys Mario clips. Girls too. My buddy's sure. my buddy's niece, uh, she loves Mario and like has like plays Mario Party with the family all the time and has like the Mario like action the ring light just came on. Okay, so wait, we have to talk about this. Sorry. Inside baseball. Yeah, sorry, uh for audio listeners, but that's so weird. That there must weird. be a short or something. Uh the ring I turned the ring light on. It's been the same ring light we've had for all forty three episodes. <laughs> for whatever reason it just didn't click on. I was like, whatever, we don't need it. And uh, so I just left it on, and I thought it might be a faulty plug. Nope, for some reason it just kicked on. So yeah, The computer had a good idea. Yeah, it's not even connected to the computer. Oh, yeah. So it's just the light decided to turn on. So the video got much better looking, uh, if, if you're curious. But anyway. So, yeah, yeah Mario. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> looks, I think it looks good. Showed the trailer to my yeah. dad. He's like, yeah, I'd go see the it. The animation looks good. I so. mean, I think I'll get used to Chris Pratt, too. It'll just be like, all right, whatever. Sure. I mean, I'm here for Jack Black and King of Michael Key and Charlie Day. Yeah. And because I knew that this was going to be the story that we were going to talk most about. Okay. Not the Scorn trailer? No. I was inspired. Mm. And so I have created... Oh, okay. I got time. A video game movie themed big topic. Oh, okay. Specifically, I spent like three hours last night (laughs) crafting a custom made by yours truly. Who wants to be a millionaire style question ladder? What? Solely around the topic of video game movies. Whoa. So. Part Am I of, the contestant? Yes. Part of the reason why oh I have God. glasses on is because I am the quiz master. <laughs> you want to look smart? Okay. Oh, so, God. I don't know a lot. I know a lot about video games and a lot about movies. I, I was going to say. I don't know a lot about video game You've movies. got a good hybrid knowledge base. Sure. This is going to test you. And I did not take it easy. Oh, God. I'm so, going to suck at this. And it's like, I don't know if I how well I expect you to do. Sure. You could run the gamut. No, you there's could no chance. I don't know a lot about video out. game movies. But either way. We're going to learn some fun facts together. This is fun. I like this a lot. As such, and here's the basic, if you don't know, if you've never seen Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. <laughs> shout out. Which it's been a while. i got to roll my sleeves up. Shout out to Regis Philbin. R.I.P. Uh, there are 14 questions uh, to win the million dollars. So I have 14 questions. But it wouldn't be Who Wants to Be a Millionaire without lifelines. <laughs> oh, I get lifelines? This is awesome. So... And this is the only part that we need to talk through because okay. I didn't. I wanted to surprise you with the topic. Yeah, yeah, I had no but idea what's happening. I'm we excited. have to adapt them. Sure. A little bit. Yeah. There's no audience, so we've got four. Okay. Fifty-fifty, which translates fine. Yeah. We have. There are multiple choice. Oh, sweet. Okay. So good. you get. You're given four options Thank for God. each question. Yeah. So fifty-fifty, which is I eliminate two of the answer options. Sure. Phone a friend, which okay. I'm simply going to adapt to. I'm your friend. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you a hint. All right. Uh, and then the other two were like variations of ask the audience. Yeah. The first one was like ask the audience like one person. The other one is like poll, poll the audience. That's right. Neither one of those quite translate. So sure. my thought was this. I figured one lifeline could be like a second chance. Okay, sure. So you get one wrong. It's like you instantly invoke your second, second chance, chance lifeline. All right. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> and then I figured I'd give you one ask the internet. Oh. So you get like a Google search. Okay, just one. Just one. All right, cool. So you like you pick your this phrase, whatever it wants to be, whatever you want it to be. I'm excited. You search it, and then you can dig as you will from there. Sure. And there's no time limit on any of these questions. People, they deliberated for minutes at a time they did, on these yeah. questions. Yeah, so, that's true. Uh, are you prepared? And they don't, I'll be honest, I tried to scale them, like start easy and get sure. hard. They all kind of just ended up at sort of a middle level. Okay, all right. None of them are stupid hard. Some of them are just stupid. <laughs> okay. But what else would it be for this show? Yeah. I'm trying to think of all the video game movies I know. There's not a lot. All right. I almost want you to turn the ring light back off every time to like when the <laughs> lights go down. <laughs> but we won't do that. So, question one. Dong, a movie dong, that we are both dong, familiar dong, with. Dong, dong, dong. Pokemon, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Featured a brief intro before the primary plot kicked off. Yes, it did. The latter section was called Mewtwo Strikes Back. What was the introductory se- sequence called? Okay. A, 
Pikachu's day off. Okay. B, surfing Pikachu. Uh-huh. C, Ash and the gang go to the beach. Okay. Or D, Pikachu's vacation. All right. My my brain told me it was Pikachu's vacation. So, D, final answer. <laughs> that is correct. Hey, all right. Sweet. <laughs> That's the only time I forgot I'm what the victory it. theme That's was. The only time I'm going to do it. All right. Unless you get them all right, then I'll do it again. <laughs> all right, you survived question one. No, 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 no. And also, the, some of my uh, some of my question, like I actually wrote out the questions. Uh-huh. Some of them are much longer than others, so some <laughs> okay. of them I'm just a little more vampy with. But all I right. just have the question base itself. All right. It seems like one of the more popular genres of video games that has been adapted into film is horror. Uh-huh. Lots of horror game adaptations. And sure. one very particular example is Resident Evil. Sure. Tanner. Oh, no. How many no. live-action Resident <laughs> oh, Evil no. movies have there been? Live-action oh, Resident God. Evil movies. A, five. Mm. B, seven. C, 13. No way. Or D, 21. Oh, my God. Oh my god. How do you answer this? Uh I have no idea just talking through my my logic here. Uh I can think of like a few, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that would get me to like 5. And I know there was a there was a newer one. Uh not the Netflix series. There was one right. that came out like a couple years ago. Right. And also just to clarify, I d- I should have said this at the top. These are video game adaptations. Sure, yeah, yeah. This yeah. does not count movies about video games. Right. So yeah. like Ready Player One, yeah, not yeah. counted. Wreck It uh, Ralph, stuff like that. Pixels. Right. <laughs> These are adaptations. Do I get any of points games. for pulling Adam Sandler's pixels out of my ass? Uh, if you could you want a fifth lifeline? <laughs> <laughs> the pixels lifeline. Uh <clears throat> Oh man, I don't want to lose my my second chance and by time, taking a stab. I can read the answers. Mm-hmm. It was five, seven, thirteen, twenty-one. Yep. Right. Um. God, there's no way there was twenty-one. I I can't imagine there were that many. I'm between seven and thirteen. Uh. Man. See, here's the issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know if all of them had Mila Jovovich in them, because <laughs> mm. I don't think they did. I, the newer one, I don't think she was in. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna use my fifty-fifty. Okay. The options of thirteen and twenty-one have been eliminated. Ah, oh, damn it! So I'm gonna leave you with five or seven. Oh man, have there only been five? Okay, there was Resident Evil one. It was in like 2000. I know one was called like Resident Evil Home World? Homecoming? Home something? Not Homecoming. Home World, probably. Uh, I think one was called Resident Evil Afterlife. That might be one. I might also be confusing some of these with the Underworld franchise, which is very easy, easy to do. Easy to do. Um, that's Kate Beckinsale. Uh... You know what? I'm not, man, I'm not sure now. Because initially I thought of five of them. I was like, yeah, there's probably more than that. I'm going to go with seven. Final answer. You're correct. Yay, it is all right, seven. Sweet. I sweated that one. Yeah. So I eliminated the two because I, I wanted to lead you to one of your gut instincts was correct. Yeah. Uh, yes, it would be f- ridiculous if there were 21 <laughs> but here's the thing you don't know how many like home to video movies there no. are american psycho got a sequel these are also theatrical oh okay i, I should have mentioned that, that right, as well fine. so the because there i was on the wikipedia for video game movies on and off for a long time oh wow i'm sure uh, but it was funny to do okay question three which 2006 horror game film sticking on theme uh-huh featured a poster with the tagline, "Oh no, we've been expecting you." A, Blood Rain. Oh God. B, Alone in the Dark. Oh no. C, Silent Hill. Or D, DOA, Dead or Alive. Oh God. We've been expecting you. Hmm. Okay. 
I'm going to talk through what I can think of here. Mm. So I didn't know any of these aside from Silent Hill even had a movie adaptation. Sure. Blood Rain, I remember. I don't remember anything about the game. Oh, well, I remember the movie, briefly. But. It's like a vampire chick, mm. I think. Um, Alone in the Dark was. I don't know anything about it other than it's like a PC horror game. Yeah, and then Silent Hill is a movie I've I've never seen the movie, but I knew it got a movie. You're right. And then the only thing I know about Dead or Alive is that they had a beach volleyball game, <laughs> and I've played that, but yeah. I don't know what original Dead or Alive is. I think it might be like a fighting game or something, so I'm not going to think about it too much. Um, huh. The tagline's, we've been expecting you? Mm-hmm. Man, see, I don't know enough about Silent Hill as a franchise to know if that fits or not i also don't know what alone in the dark is about um but i would think that given the title they would sell that differently i'm between blood rain and silent hill here mm-hmm. and i don't know blood hill uh, blood hill jesus uh blood rain strikes me more as like a i don't know if that would fit the poster of what i think blood rain would be because mm. i think it would just be like hot lady with her back turned and it's red and she's got like vampire teeth uh i'm gonna go with silent hill final answer final answer you are correct yeah all right see that was another i was like i was hoping just the idea of the like silent hill is like a place that people go sure that the tagline would connect it, yeah well it makes enough. sense yeah and he like it's almost like the little bit i know about uh, silent hill i feel like it's almost like horror narnia in a way sure so that makes sense yeah, that's a good way to put it so, one lifeline down, but you're three for three All right. so far. Doing better than I thought I would. Number four. Another genre of games that was hot and heavy in the 90s being adapted okay. was fighting games. Oh, yeah. All right. So, which kitschy action star led 1995's Street Fighter movie? Okay. A, Jean-Claude Van Damme. B, Steven Seagal. <laughs> C, Dolph Lundgren. Uh-huh. Or D, Jet Li. Okay. I'm sort of confident. Okay. So I'm just going to say it. Jean-Claude Van Damme, final answer. You are correct. All right, it cool. Was I knew that one. <laughs> uh, that poster is awful. Is it? It is awful That's looking. Funny. It is just Jean-Claude Van Damme's giant head but with like, <laughs> like a target over it or something. That's like. awesome. Number five. Which famous composer... Oh, God. Perhaps best known for his work on the Avengers film series. Ugh. Also composed the score for 1993's Super Mario Brothers. Okay, I feel like his name's like Italian or something. A, Hans Zimmer. B, Michael Giacchino. Okay. C, John Williams. Oh. Or D, Alan Silvestri. Ah, fuck! Oh, man. I know it's like an Italian sounding name, but both of those names sound Italian. Oh, man. Okay, it's not Zimmer and it's not Williams. I know those. Silvestri. I know that name, Mm. but I also feel like that's me knowing him from something else. Mm. What was the other name? Michael? Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. Was the other one among the two that you've basically already... You know, X'd out yeah. Zimmer and Williams. So it was Michael Giacchino and Alan Silvestri. God, why do I know Silvestri? Do I know him because of the Marvel stuff? I don't. Remember, you have three lifelines. I right? know, I know. You're on question five. I don't so want to waste them, though. God. All right, I'm just going to go with my gut. Giacchino sounded right. So Michael Giacchino, final answer. That is incorrect. Fuck! But that means that you right. automatically invoke your second chance lifeline. Okay, so it's Silvestri, final answer. That is correct. Damn it, it is dude. Alan Silvestri. Michael Giacchino done a lot of stuff for Marvel. Oh, okay. A lot of stuff. He just directed the Werewolf by Night you know, oh. special that just came out. But Silvestri <clears throat> was the Avengers theme and like in game stuff okay. in there. So, yes, Alan Silvestri. That was a good, uh, was a good bait. Damn but it. technically, you're still five for five. That's true. Number six. Oh, excuse me. What movie 
garnered the following review, quote, <laughs> blank is big, dumb, fun, but not as big, dumb, and fun as it could have been. A, Rampage. Oh. B, Warcraft. C, Tomb Raider. Or D, Need for Speed. Oh, man. <clears throat> Sorry. Allergies. Um. All right, well... So what was the third? So it was uh, it was Rampage, Warcraft, Tomb, Tomb Raider, Raider, Need for Speed, Need for Speed, Big Dumb Fun. Mm. Okay, so I'm just gonna go back. These are all I've not I've not seen any of these movies. Yeah. I'm assuming you're talking about Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider, yes, not Laura Croft Tomb Raider. Or, that was Laura Croft Tomb Raider. This is yeah, just Tomb Raider. Right. Okay. Um, I learned that all too well last <laughs> night. Uh, so I know that. Need for Speed did not review particularly well, mm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna knock that one out. Okay, Tomb Raider reviewed pretty well, but I don't know that I would describe that franchise as big dumb fun. <laughs> Let's see, it's it's a little uh, I don't know it, it has a little more nuance than that. Sure. So that leaves me with Rampage and Warcraft. Warcraft. <laughs> would you describe Warcraft as big dumb I don't, fun? I don't think so, but the scale of it might have been big. Um, but my initial gut reaction here was Rampage, so I'm just going to go with it. Rampage, final answer? You are correct. All right, cool. So the hint being big. Yeah. They're big animals. Well, and also, <laughs> I feel like you could describe any rock, rock movie, movie as big, big dumb, dumb fun. fun. We'll hear a little bit more about The Rock. Mm. Okay. But not yet. Number seven. Back to our 90s fighting game adaptations. Yeah. How many years separate... The first Mortal Kombat. Oh no! Film okay. And its most recent reboot. Okay. All right. I'm decent with years. A, eighteen. B, twenty-six. Okay. C, thirty-two. Oh god. Or D, fifteen. All right. I know Mortal Kombat, the recent one, came out last year. Okay. So that's a 2021 movie. So it is now just figuring out when Mortal Kombat original came right. out. Now you can reverse engineer all the possible answers. So my initial reaction when you said it was mid-90s. Mm -hmm. Like My thought was 96. I'm not sure if that's right. Well, it's not given the, the things you listed. Right. Because that would be 25 years. So you, What was it? Sorry? 1826? 1826, 32, 15. Uh, oh, 15. Um, no, it wouldn't be 2006. Never mind. God, it's weird that 15 years ago was 2006. Uh, 15 years ago was 2007. Well, it is now. Yeah, sorry. 15 <laughs> oh, from 2021. Yeah, yeah. Fair. You're right. Uh, 18, 26, 32. And 15. All right. 26. Final answer. You are correct. All right. Cool. It was 1995. Damn. I said, okay. I had 96. So your gut head, was, so I was, I was pretty right on. spot on. Number eight. You're halfway through. All right. You still got two lifelines. That's true. Which storied actor was not in 2010's Prince of Persia, Sands of Time? Oh, no. <laughs> I only know one person who was in it. A, Jake Gyllenhaal. That's the only one I know. B, oh, God. Alfred Molina. C, oh, you could be in anything. C, Ben Kingsley. Oh, no. Or D, Rafe Fiennes. Oh man! <laughs> Which of the following this was is a not? Great, this is a great crop of three actors because they can all be in anything. Yep. Um, My thoughts exactly. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm gonna have to use a lifeline here. Okay. Uh, but I just want to talk through my logic right now, which is uh, I think in order of likely to most likely to least likely, I would order them. I would say Kingsley. It's probably the most likely. Okay. I feel like he does smaller budget movies like this. I guess smaller budget. Yeah. And then I would go Rafe and then Melina. Just because I haven't seen Melina in a lot. Mm. But I really have no I, no rhyme or reason there. So what are my lifelines that are left? Basically the internet or me are your lifelines. All right. Ask the internet or phone a friend. I don't know what's in front of me, so I'm going to, mm, because it's, th I'm not like, I feel like on a lot of them I'm going to go 
50-50. Right. Here I'm like 33-33-33. Right. I'm going to ask the internet. Okay. So I'm going to use one Google. I will, I'll tell you what my Google is. So I'm just going to – I have to be very specific about this because I can't search anything else. So I'm going to search – what year did it come out again? 2010? Uh, 2010. All right. I'm going to search Prince of Persia 2010 cast. Am I allowed to click any links? Yes. Okay. You're just one search, but among that search, you can click anything. All right. And you okay. chose a good one because it's okay. like easy Google. Yes. So uh, I was close, but not quite. So Ben Kingsley and Alfred Molina are both in it. So my answer is Ray Fine's final answer. And you are correct. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, he was another – I was like, once I saw that Alfred Molina and Ben Kingsley were in it, I was <laughs> like, who's just another like – actor that shows a up little places. bit older yeah and i was like that's a perfect one yeah it's a really good pull that was fun number nine number nine mark Wahlberg is relatively experienced when it comes to video game movies oh no i only know one before he co-starred with tom holland in uncharted uh-huh he was the leading man never mind i know too in which film a far cry b doom c max Payne. Or D, Tekken. Max Payne, final answer. You are correct. Yeah! I was wondering if you would remember that one. I, I remember, literally, the only thing I know is that it's Mark Wahlberg as sure. Max Payne. That's that's all it is. Because uh, I thought it was funny, I was like, if I told you, right, if if you erase that particular knowledge from your head, yeah. and I was like, did you know Mark Wahlberg starred in, like, 2006's Far Cry movie? <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, that's what checks or out. Or Doom. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That seems right. Number 10. This is awesome. You're nine for nine, technically. You got your second chance. That that's, true. that's true. That's right. Before his death, Paul Walker was in talks <sighs> oh, no. to play which protagonist? Oh, my God. A, Desmond Miles. B, Agent 47. C, Nathan Drake. Mm. Or D, Duke Nukem. Oh, no. Wow, I don't know this story, and this could be literally any of the options. I I have a hard... This one's a hard one, I agree. Mm, I have a hard time seeing him as 47, mm-hmm. just because there have been two Hitman movies, and they were both bad, but Timothy Oliphant's one of them. Uh, that's all I know about either of them. Yeah. Uh, I just want you to know, you don't have to take it. Yeah. This is one of the, I was sort of going through earlier and like thinking of hints. This is one of the few that I came up with a hint for, so I wouldn't have to be like scrambling. You don't have to use it. That's okay. Desmond Miles is Assassin's Creed, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. I'm just double checking. I know that, that movie happened. Yeah. That was a movie with Michael Fassbender, I yeah. think was. That's not, I mean, it was before his death, so it's like, it doesn't yeah. matter who ended up playing the person, but yeah, it was Michael. <sighs> F- now. Well, I guess I shouldn't say something. Okay. So, mm, yeah, talks is interesting because, yeah, yeah, I'm going to need a hint here. I don't know. He would have perhaps got the leading role, but his days were numbered. Say the options again. Desmond Miles, Agent 47, Nathan Drake, Duke Nukem. Oh, no. Your hint didn't resonate. I don't know what the reference is. He could have gotten the role, but his days were numbered. Don't overthink it. Okay, Agent 47, final answer. That is correct. Okay. Is that a Hitman quote? No. Oh, you're just a a number. number. Okay. (laughs) That's what I was trying to like. Am I missing (laughs) it? I was like, don't overthink it. It's a number. All right. Wow, that's uh, weird. Which, yeah, it's that like, doesn't work. I am so... Okay, let me rephrase what I was about to say. I was about to say, I'm so glad he didn't end up in Agent 47. <laughs> I'm not glad as why. Right. But he would not that have, wouldn't worked. have worked. Well, the movie was apparently shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it would have been shit with him or without him. All right, I got no lifelines left. All right, you I'm, got four questions. I'm raw dogging these uh, last four. <laughs> I said we'd talk about him. Okay. How many video game film adaptations (laughs) has Dwayne The Rock Johnson (laughs) appeared in? And again, this is adaptations. Yes. A, one. Okay. B, 
two. Okay. C, three. Ah, uh, fuck you. Or D, four. All right. I have a question. Okay. Does Jumanji count? No. Okay. Jumanji is not an adaptation. It's not, but it's... Or it's an in... adaptation, but not of a video game. Yes, but the it's adaptation a is a video right. game, which is why I need to Right, ask. but no, Jumanji right. does not count. Rampage. Yep, you got one. Doom. Now I'm curious. Is there one I'm missing somewhere? I'm impressed that you pulled that he was in Doom. Yeah, I remember that. My thought was that you it was were one of his first like, movies. Yeah, my thought was that you were going to be like Rampage, <laughs> and then yeah. trying to think of another. Oh man! <laughs> For some reason, I just pictured him in like a uh, <laughs> like a Saints Row movie. <laughs> I feel like he could be in a Saints Row movie or like Crackdown. Um, that was Terry Crews. Uh. Man, I'm really scraping my brain. I feel like there was a while where I knew every movie The Rock had been in, and now he's just done so many that it's really hard to count account sure. for. Uh, let's see. Was there was a Scorpion King video game that I've played that's actually pretty funny? I I I I'm struggling to think of any other, so I'm gonna go two. Final answer. You are correct. Yeah. Well done. Right, sweet. Well done. Thanks. Because I thought, again, my logic there was like, I, if he thinks of one, then he might go like, well, there's another one, so two. Yeah. But I was hoping you didn't just do the, well, I can think of two, so maybe there's another one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Three questions remain. All right. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, this next one is my favorite. Okay. All right. The Angry Birds movie. Oh, no. Offers an interesting commentary on criminal justice reform. <laughs> what? What is... The most severe form of punishment on Angry Birds Island. <laughs> I have no idea. A. Forced conscription. <laughs> you know, into the slingshot army. B. Torture via happy music. <laughs> C. Mandated anger management classes. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Or D. Work assignment on a pig farm. (laughs) Oh, this is great. I have no idea. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to talk through it. Okay. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. Okay, so I could imagine... (laughs) I know nothing about the Angry Birds movie other than I think Will Arnett was a voice of one of the characters. Um... And maybe Seth Rogen? Did he voice the pigs? I mean, that I would believe it. It makes sense, right? Except I do know there were there were two of them. That movie got a sequel. Yeah, um, you're right. So <laughs> I feel like I know that you phrased it as force conscription. That concept is a little over the head of kids, but the idea of being forced to be put in a slingshot isn't. I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine that they didn't make the central mechanic of the Angry Birds app a bad thing in the movie, but we'll see. Uh, Torture by Happy Music seems plausible as like a side gag for a kids movie. Uh, what was the third one? Uh, mandated anger management class. God, that also seems really possible in a movie. I'm gonna say the pig farm one's fake, so I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to those three. Um. Hmm. Man. Although I, I guess Pig Farm makes sense too. I think. I think the one that would translate the best for kids to get a laugh is Torture by Happy Music. So I'm going to go with that. Final answer? That is incorrect. Damn it. That was a good one, though. It was really good. You made it a long way. Oof. Much respect. It was the mandated anger management classes. Okay. Those are the two I was between. My favorite answer is forced conscription. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I was like, what what would, like, a punishment be? Oh, yeah. Like, the ones who, like, act up, they're the ones who get the slingshot. Damn it. Uh, But you did very good. You got to all the way to 12, so you've only got two remaining. All right. But let's do them just for funsies. Yeah. Number 13. Which of the following adaptations is not currently in production? Oh, okay. And when I say production, it could be as early as yeah, early can be. Pre-production. But if you go to the Wikipedia, there's an entry. three of these are listed. Okay. One of them is not. All right. A, Portal. Oh. B, Just Dance. <laughs> C, 
No way. Firewatch. Oh. Or, or D, XCOM. Wow. I didn't know any of these were in development. Normally, I'm decent about this. Um, Man. Oh, man. All right. My logic is that <laughs> Just Dance and XCOM are so dumb that they're real. Because <laughs> I don't think you would make those up to fool me. So now we have Portal and Firewatch. And now Firewatch could work as a movie. But I don't know if it's a franchise that's big enough that would get financed as a movie. It only had one game. Normally they're franchises. And unless some like indie director is doing it, I don't know who would do it. Portal. Yeah, you get somebody cool to play Shell. I think it would work. All right, I'm going to go Firewatch. Final answer. Firewatch is real. Oh, damn. That's cool. XCOM was fake. Oh, wow. All right. And I was just like, what's a game that I don't give a literal shit about? Yeah. And I was like, it would be just, it's non- Who's doing Firewatch? Oh, I have no idea. I'll look it up. And it's another one. It might have just been like, there was a contract signed. Somebody bought the rights. It might not even be in development in like properly. Sure. Someone bought the rights somewhere. Last question. I'm falling apart. Mario gets all the talk. (laughs) But according to most outlets- Alone in the Dark is the worst video game movie ever made. Oh, wow. Okay. And one of the worst movies of all time. Wow. All right. What is the film's tomato meter score? Okay. A, 0%. (laughs) B, 1%. Oh, my God. C, 5%. Or D, 10%. Hmm... All right, I've seen single-digit Rotten Tomatoes scores before. Mm-hmm. Namely, I want to say Suicide Squad was single digits for a while, which is undeserved. The movie's better than people think it is. Um, it's a mess, but... It's not good, but it's not... No, it's like, not good, but it's not... It's not irredeemable. It's not one of the worst movies of all time. Sure. Um, might be the worst superhero movie, but... Um, it was zero one five and... Ten. 10? 0, 1, 5, 10. God, 10 seems kind of high, so I'm going to knock that out. Okay. If it's one of the worst movies of all time. I don't know that you can have a zero. Maybe you can. I guess it would just be... Literally no positive no reviews. No positive reviews, yeah. Hmm. All right, just because I'd, I'd, I've never seen a score lower than this. I'm going to go 5% final answer. That is incorrect. Damn it. It was 1%. Wow. I didn't even know you could and go that low. And I was blown away yeah, I didn't when know I could saw go that, that, that a movie starring the you know infallible Christian Slater. <laughs> was he the main character? He was. That would have been another trivia question. Uh, I had no idea. But yeah, it was 1%, which almost wow. makes me want to watch it. Yeah, me too. I so, want to see. It's probably just you know, boring. That might be a ran- If we're ever just randomly together one night, like... <laughs> Let's put Alone in the Dark Let's on and just see how awful it is. Yeah. Uh, especially because it's a horror movie. Sure. I'm like, A, how scary could a 1% horror movie be? Not scary. Probably but, nothing happens sure. would be my guess. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was funny that it was 1%. That is funny. Uh, that was really fun. Yeah. But you did. You still did well. You did a hell of a lot better than I would have done. Thank you. Most of those I, early questions I wouldn't have had a shot at had mm. I not created them. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. That was uh, fun. But perhaps in the future we'll return to that format because I think yeah, it's a yeah. very fun one. It is fun. Uh, but in the meantime, Tanner, do you have a recommendation for us? I do. I teased one earlier, but I actually have two. Okay. Uh, one is PlayStation demos. Uh, they are really worth a shot. I love that it's just 30 minutes of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, your progress saves, by the way. So if you play 30 minutes and decide to buy it, it's basically like you just installed it for 30 minutes. So um, it's almost, I guess it's the closest thing we have now to like old school video game rentals. It's sure. sh- granted it's a much shorter amount of time, but pretty cool. Um, my other recommendation is not playing video games for a while mm. because that has made me want to play video games so much more. And I guess this is true of anything in life, but I've been so crazy busy uh, that aside from like a few apex games and halo games and stuff that I've talked about, like I've not really had the chance to play anything. And uh, last night, I guess, was the first night I've had to where I could just sit down and play video games and not worry about anything, and it was awesome. So if you ever get in sort of a rut of like, I don't know if anything sounds good, just wait like a week, and then <laughs> stuff will sound really fun again. So 
I agree with that. And I, just to expound on that a little bit, it's like, don't force yourself to play games. No. Like, don't force yourself to do anything. Right. Like, if it doesn't sound good at that moment, just like, just take you some, don't worry about it. Like, yeah. I'll sit there. And this has been me like the last like couple of weeks. Like, when I get off of work, it almost feels like mental energy is required if I want to play and enjoy a video game. Sure, yeah. Depends. Yeah, totally. Now, PGA Tour, maybe not. That's right, a, yeah, which that's, is why I'm glad that you that's know, my it's 2K, coming yeah. around right now. Yeah. But it's like, oh, do I want to jump back into Sifu like, after work? No. Right. Like, whatever. But it was, you know, I had the last couple of days off. So I was like, what do I want to play? Like, I need to do something. I've right. got some time. And yeah, I was like, oh, I'll hop back into this. And it hit much better than it would have otherwise. So, yeah, I agree with you. And as such, my recommendation is going to be Sifu. Oh, cool. Uh, but And I'm recommending it with caveats. Okay. Mainly, I'm recommending it to, if you were like a diehard, like, traditional fighting game person, mm. and maybe you have, you know, less interest in veering into, like, traditional, like, third-person, like, action games, the likes of God of War or whatever. Sure. First of all, I don't know why. <laughs> but this game is for you. Yeah. Uh, and there was specifically one point that I'll shout out in the first level that I played because you're playing it from that, you know, sort of over the shoulder third person perspective. That's pretty typical of your third person action games. Yeah. At one point, though, in the first level, it's you get to a hallway and you're seeing like six or seven enemies like ahead of you, but they're staggered. And then all of a sudden the camera perspective shifts to 2D. Oh, that's cool. And you can still move side to side, but it's like, oh, you're now you're almost straight up fighting these people in a setup that's like a fighting game. Like Mortal where, Kombat or something. Yeah, yeah. you're side-to-side combat. And I was like, this is really cool. That's dope. So while I understand that my predisposition might not be to absolutely love this game, hmm. I can already tell. I mean, this game is awesome. If it's up that person's alley, this is a game of the year contender without question. A lot of people have already reviewed it as such. Sure. We'll see if I come down there, if I can finish it. Yeah. Uh, it will probably already be on my... Top ten, sure, and we'll see how high it can make it. But if this is you, if you're a fighting game person, it could be in your top three. So I can wholeheartedly recommend it just because of that. That's awesome. But next time, let's see. It's fall. I think it's something fall oriented for us to talk about. Mm. I don't really know what fall how it relates to games, but I guess we'll have a lot of reviews coming up in the we near will, future. We will, yeah. Holiday uh, season. We're entering holiday season. Lots of big games to discuss. You will surely hear a lot about some of these big releases that we've already teased. Yep. Uh, but until then, we're tapping out.